Welcome to the Newtown Big Dreams Podcast, an interview-style talk show that's your gateway to the fabulous and fascinating people who relocated to start a new life. Whether you're new to our podcast or your city, our fellow neighbors from across Canada, North America, and the entire English-speaking world share their stories of reaching new horizons and big dreams. So sit back and relax as we navigate in-depth and intimate conversations with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, executives, creatives, and anyone who can share their story about their new town, Big Dreams. And now, here's your host, Luke J. Menkes. So, Danielle, thank you for coming today. Thank you so much for having me. This is Good awesome. Good to meet you. And what's the dog's name? Emerson. Right. Emerson, right. Okay, so we have Danielle and Emerson. <laughs> Cute dog. What kind of dog He's a Pomeranian Yorkie. He gets mistaken as an Ewok quite often. <laughs> he does look like an Ewok. Do, do you bring him... Often? I do. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he and I pretty much go everywhere together. Anytime we travel, he's with me. Um, he's great. Ever since he was a baby, made sure that he was comfortable on planes and trains and boats. And Oh, fantastic. He's a, he's a great dog. That's great. Wonderful. If we hear him squawking in the background, I apologize in advance <laughs> for no any worries. of the listeners. He's not too loud. <laughs> we can hear him a little bit, but uh, it's not bothersome. <laughs> Perfect. So you came to Kona nine years ago. Tell us the story of how you got here. I did, and I actually didn't plan on staying. I came up originally to go to UBC, had every intention of going um, back to the coast. I'm from Abbotsford originally, mm-hmm. and finished my degree, got my major in marketing, and actually started getting to experience some of the city. Kind of in my fourth year, I was very sequestered up in uh, Quail Ridge mm-hmm. until then, and then actually started exploring and seeing all the great things that Kelowna has to offer. And there was no way I was going back. Um, oh, cool. So I've I've stayed and loved it ever since and would like this to be home base for the foreseeable future. Definitely. Right. So where did you grow up? Where did you come from? In Abbotsford. So, okay. Yeah. My I, brother and I, we grew up on 10 acres there with my mom and my dad. And mm-hmm. it was a, it was a wonderful place to grow up. Uh, don't care for Abbotsford, the city so much, mm-hmm. but I love it here between all the outdoor activities and yeah. wine country, the amazing business community that we have. Um, it's been a, a really wonderful place to spend the past nine years. Yeah. And Abbotsford has changed a great deal, I'm sure. It has. And from a business standpoint, there's not the sense of community there that we have here in Kelowna. Mm. Um, we focused our business a lot on Vancouver, which which does have quite a vibrant business community, obviously, um, and a little more... A little more collaboration. It was easier to do things like collaborative shoots right. aren't really a thing in Abbotsford. Um, and actually they, they weren't really a thing here when I first moved, but it's been so beautiful to see the community come together the past few years. And you're seeing a lot more influencers, a lot more collaborative shoots and people supporting each other. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been a, a really nice change to see. Mm-hmm. So what is a collaborative shoot for those of us? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm using the term as if everybody would know. Um, So for brands like ours um, or clothing brands, photographers, models often will come together and do a shoot at no cost to anybody. Right. So you'll have a photographer, you'll have models, maybe hair and makeup, the brand that you're working with. For us, obviously, it would be jewelry, but 
a lot of um, other fashion brands do it too. And it's, it's meant to be fun. It's meant to benefit everybody and everybody gets the photos after you get the exposure. Um, if you're posting them on social media, let's say you're tagging each other. So it's increased brand awareness um, at little or no monetary cost to everybody. Right. I used to read GQ magazine years ago, the print, and I think I know what you're talking about. So I would see a model and there'd be watch by, uh, shirt by, blazer by, and it would be all different uh, companies coming mm-hmm. together. Yeah. It's yeah. a great way to showcase products, um, especially for businesses starting out. You don't mm-hmm. always have the budget for a huge photo shoot that you're getting um, maybe like studio space and paid models. So collaborations are a great way to do it budget friendly, Mm -hmm. make really great contacts, make great friends. Um, And there's been a huge increase within Kelowna, which has been wonderful. Mm -hmm. So when did you start your jewelry company? Three and a half years ago. We just celebrated our three year anniversary, December 1st. Uh Um, my mom and I own it together and the name Kara Lily actually comes from my mom's mom, Carol and her grandma, Lily, both of which passed before I was born. Um, so creating the company was kind of paid tribute to them in a way. Nice. And did you, uh, design jewelry or do anything with jewelry before starting this company? I didn't. Mom did. Um, she's an artist in every sense of the word. She had a gallery back in Abbotsford. She made jewelry back in university. Mm-hmm. Um, any Anything you can think of, she's, she's dabbled in. So she's actually our lead designer. You would not want me making the jewelry. It would not, right. turn, it would not turn out well. Uh-huh. Um, but no, I, I don't have any past experience in this. And I, like I said, I don't actually make any of the designs or make any of the pieces. That's mm-hmm. mom's side of the business. Yeah. And with my background in marketing, digital marketing specifically, I handle the business side of things. Mm-hmm. So we, we come together, we complete each other right. and uh, don't step on each other's toes, which is great. We both have our strengths and we can come together and collaborate, um, always go over the designs together and, and kind of our strategy for the overall um vision for the brand, but then we can go off into our separate sides of the studio and and do our thing. Right. So did uh, your mom approach you and say, help me market this or how did the concept come about? No, it was, uh, it was kind of a, it was a very casual conversation. Um, We just went for a walk after dinner and mom has always had the name Carol Lily set aside that Mm -hmm. if we went to business together, she would really like um, to, excuse me, to use that name. But in terms of jewelry, it was just kind of something that we came up with. What's, what's something we're passionate about? What's something that we'd really love doing for her? um, It's an, an artistic outlet. Mm -hmm. And for me with the business and marketing background, it was kind of, oh, this is something we could do together. We could yeah. make a really beautiful brand out of this and then use the name Kara Lily. Um, she'd always had it written on her vision board as something that she would like to have a, a future business. Very nice. Was um, going into business together something you talked about for years, like since you were young? Not together. Um, we're, we're a family of entrepreneurs. My my dad has always had his own company. Mum mm-hmm. used to as well. And then we were very fortunate that she got to stay home with us when my brother and I were growing up. Um, 
And she had companies uh, like event coordinating companies. And like I said, the gallery along the way. So my brother and I always grew up Mm -hmm. knowing that we too would own our own business. Um, It started with me wanting to own a dog washing business when I was really young. And then that developed into wanting a law firm and a uh, psychiatric practice. (laughs) All things that would not have ultimately brought me joy. Um, Not even the dog. Maybe the dog washing, perhaps. Emerson uh, would have been an excellent mascot for that. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we'd never talked specifically. We tossed it around and um, it wasn't until kind of in university that we really talked about it and what would this look like in practice and Mm -hmm. is this feasible and and how would this work? Yeah. Does she produce all the pieces? She does. We do have some help. Um, This past year, we've recently gotten into wholesale. Um, So obviously our our supply has increased. So Mm -hmm. we do have um, other designers that help mum out, but she's ultimately the one who decides on all the designs. She makes the first pieces and then essentially um, our team helps by replicating those designs. Mm -hmm. We do everything in small batches. That's um, something that's very important to us. We are not mass produced. We're not fast fashion. Mm-hmm. We're here to create beautiful handcrafted pieces. Um, and so our, our lineup is, is on the smaller side on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't create more mm-hmm. than a couple dozen pieces of each piece. Um, so not only do you know that, you know, someone lovingly handcrafted this and locally, but you're not going to see a hundred different women with the same necklace on. Right. Yeah. So you're doing wholesale now. Does that go across the country or right now? Um, we have seven different retail partners that we're working with right now throughout BC. And the plan was to start just in British Columbia. Mm-hmm. And then, he likes that cat tree. I know. I was like, stop pawing at that. <laughs> And then we're going to be expanding Canada-wide. So Calgary will be next, and then we'll make our way east, and uh, Toronto will be that after. Going to keep it Canadian for as long as we can. Ultimately, Mm -hmm. shipping-wise, we we certainly do North Mm America-wide. But in terms of retail partners, it's really important to us to create a relationship with them that we regularly visit them and we'll come by with bottles of bubbly and we want to make any any event that they're hosting we always try to pop by so it's easier and more feasible for us to have canadian retail partners that we can show up and support in person Mm -hmm. that makes sense and um tell us a little bit about how business gets started because you've got the education um so one of the things I hear a lot of artists say is they have a hard time determining the price of something because to them it's beautiful, but they enjoy making it so much. They, they have a hard time saying, well, I, this is worth X. Mm-hmm. How do you figure out pricing and how does it affect the sales? That's always a tricky thing. And a, a big part of it and a big part of explaining the price to people is through education. So our prices are reasonable. Mm-hmm. Our necklaces range um, average 150 to 450. Our most expensive piece being around 700. And we we put as little markup into it 
as possible because we want them to be affordable luxuries. So you're buying a piece that was handcrafted, but it's also made from high quality materials. So sterling silver, Swarovski crystal, semi-precious gems. You're not buying, this isn't costume jewelry that's going to fall apart three days later. We're making timeless pieces, classic pieces that are hopefully going to last you for years and years to come. So Mm -hmm. not only will the style of the necklace or earring or bracelet, whatever you buy, not go out of style, but they're made to last, um, which was important to us. So yeah, it comes down to the materials we're using. Definitely. We have to take our, our time into account, but we, we price them as fairly as we can. So you're getting a quality piece, Mm -hmm. um, at a reasonable price. Yeah. Is it the case with, uh, luxury items that sometimes the perception is that it's worth more just because it's priced more? Absolutely. It's all about branding. So if you look at Tiffany and Co, um, a great, <laughs> somewhat embarrassing story there, uh, there's an engagement ring there that I saw when I was, oh, I don't know, 15 and fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. And so anytime I was in Vancouver, I'd go and try it on and just thought it was the most beautiful ring. And when I started looking at it, it was around $22,000, which is still a very expensive ring. And every... Every time I'd go back, exact same ring, exact same carrot, the price would go up a little more. And just kind of as a joke, I was there uh, last fall and I went to try it on again. It's now $122,000. Exact same ring, exact same carrot. But the brand of Tiffany has come such a long way that the prestige of it, Mm -hmm. people will pay that. But people aren't buying it. Is it the same ring or the exact same, like replica? Well, that that line. So it's the Tiffany oh, it's legacy t- ring. I see. So the the price point of so they that. have sold. Oh yeah, a few units. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, Tiffany. Uh, Tiffany's doing all right. So absolutely, the brand the brand comes into it. The brand prestige weighs into it, and you know people say. X Y Z is worth whatever someone will pay for it. Mm-hmm. So to a point. Yes, but at the same time, we're not looking to price things more than we would pay for it ourselves. Right. We try to keep things, like I said, affordable luxury is the the phrase we always use. We want people to be able to afford these pieces. It can it can be a treat to yourself, but you can also have a number of pieces of Carolee, um because they're still reasonably priced. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and how does it work with the design? So your mom is a great artist. Do you ever have a situation where you say to your mom, uh, it's flying off the shelves. We need to make more or the market's just not responding to this one. We need to change it. Definitely. And, uh, it's interesting. Some designs that mom and I love and, and we wear daily don't sell. And that's just the way it goes. And we actually had this conversation a few months ago. Some of our retail partners were asking specifically um, for much longer necklaces and at a lower price point. Mm-hmm. So while that's not on brand for Care Lily, we decided that we were going to create a new company mm-hmm. to service that. Um, so we're actually going to be launching that company, which is named Wendy Sue after my grandma, who is on my dad's side and still mm-hmm. very much alive. Um, we're going to be launching that August 1st. 
So this will be available both for retail and for wholesale. So everybody can purchase it, not just our retail partners, but we're going to be looking at a lower price point. So necklaces uh, will be between 65 and $150. Um, a lot of longer pieces looking at an older demographic, um, kind of the, the upper end of our, our care lily target market, the 45 plus, mm-hmm. but it will be a little more, um, a little more attainable for people who like to have a number of necklaces in their closet and they can mix and match and layer and the price point will allow them to do that. Um, still quality materials, but we'll be working a lot with, um, stainless steel instead of sterling. So it doesn't tarnish, which will be great Mm -hmm. and still really, still really beautiful pieces, just different. So we'll have our Care Lily brand and then we'll have our Wendy Sue brand, um, both inspired by quality, small batches, all handmade, um, just two, two different styles for Mm -hmm. either two different styles that you wear. I know I wear different things all the time or two different people. And right. Yeah. So that'll be launching August 1st. Cool. Is it the same set of distributors that you'll be using or is it a different? We will likely be using some of the same retail partners. Um, We've kind of soft launched with them during the past month and have been trying out the designs um, before we, we have our actual launch on the first, Mm -hmm. but this will open the door for a lot of other different retail partners as well, who Carrie Lily wasn't necessarily right for, but Wendy Sue is perfect for. Right. Uh, Could you tell us some of your retail partners locally so that people can check it out? Yeah. So we have Morgan, which is underneath the Madison on the corner of Doyle and Ellis. They're a beautiful boutique. Um, I think half of my wardrobe is from there, (laughs) but they carry our Carolee line. And then Breezeway Boutique, which is just over in Gushigan Village. Um, also, right, right over here. Yeah. 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 Fabulous Women's Boutique. She carries both our Care Lily and our Wendy Sue line. Mm-hmm. And um, all of our other retailers are down on the coast and in Vancouver. But we do have Cento Wear, another women's boutique in Vernon, if you don't mind making the drive. And they carry mm-hmm. um, primarily our Wendy Sue line, but a few Care Lily pieces as well. Nice. And uh, you won an award recently, top 40, under 40. Yeah, that was, oh my gosh, that was last fall already. But yeah, wow. I was I was very fortunate to have won that. Um, how does that work for uh, those of us who don't know? Yeah, so you get, you get nominated anonymously. Don't know mm-hmm. who nominated me, so thank you, whoever that was. And uh, you get selected from... A pool of however many. Mm-hmm. And I got an interview uh, with Kelowna Courier, which was amazing. And then also on AM 1150. And it was it was a really great opportunity for the brand. Um, mm. A lot of people found out about us through that radio show that had never heard of us before. Um, and it's actually come up quite a lot since then, which has been wonderful. So Fingers crossed I get nominated again this year. <laughs> right. And it's for young entrepreneurs, that award. Any that? any business person in Kelowna. Okay. Yeah. So you could be a corporate manager, uh, even an employee? Yep. Okay. Yep. And what's the criteria? Like how, what is the process to select? Do you know? I'm not actually too sure. 
I don't know what the criteria is. I think it was just if you if you're making a difference in the community and and someone wants to recognize you. I I don't recall there being much more criteria than that. Just yeah. somebody thinks that you are worthy of this title and then it was up to the panel of judges I suppose to pick the 40 of us. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um September 28th. Um, so little plug here, go get your tickets, mm-hmm. but it will be in support of Caris Support Society and um, tickets are only $100, gets you nine holes of golf, dinner, and we'll be doing silent auctions, giveaways. It'll be a, a fun tournament. I have to learn to hit a golf ball by right. September because I do not golf and I figure I should be able to at least hit a ball, but yeah, we're really looking forward to that, and that's been um, that's been one of our main focuses for the past few months is getting that ready. That's great. So you'll be raising money and also awareness for Karis. Yes, we interviewed Karis here uh, two weeks ago. Heard all about it and uh, the wonderful things that they're doing in our community. So it's great that you're helping to uh, raise awareness and raise money because they need money. And uh, a lot of people aren't even aware of, you know, what people go through um, on the downside of life. So, And how lucky we are to be in a position of privilege that we can give back. Yeah. And help. So true. So true. Well, uh, thank you for everything that you do. And thank you for your time today. It's been uh, great getting to know you a little better. Um, who would you like to nominate to come on the show? So it's anyone, whether you know them or not, but if they agree with the title of the show, I love Kelowna, and you personally would like to hear from them, they would qualify. I would love to nominate Liz Dunning of okay. Elizabeth Holly Photography. Not only is she a good friend, so I'm a little bit biased here. She is Carolee's photographer and one of the most amazing human beings I've ever met. I'm sure she would be thrilled to be on the show. Awesome. Thank, thank you so much for having me. This was wonderful. And thank you to Emerson for keeping us company. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Emerson. Good boy. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Newtown Big Dreams podcast with your host, Luke Menkes, and his authentic guests. And we love our listeners and hope you subscribe now to learn more about the amazing journeys of our incredible guests who relocated to find a new town, big dreams. And remember, make your dreams big.